Hello and welcome to How About Them Huskers. My name is Will Noter Francesco, and I am joined, as I always am, by my grandpa, Husker Dan from Husker Max, in the beautiful city of Omaha, Nebraska, which is an hour away from Lincoln, which in 11 days will be not the site of Nebraska's first home game, uh, no. but certainly a site of much excitement uh, here, here in uh, the state of Nebraska. Grandpa, how are you doing today? Doing great. Yeah, in 11 days. 11 days and counting. It can't oh, get man. here fast enough. And no, it cannot. It cannot get here fast enough. And, and I mean, we've been saying for the last like three weeks, we are so excited, but now it's like just, it's so close. It's, this is, this is maybe more exciting for me than Christmas. Uh, and that's saying, oh yeah, so, heck yeah. Yeah. This is, this is much better than Christmas. So don't, uh, you, don't you wish this were like a DVR and you could fast forward? Oh geez, please! Just uh, just the day, yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh, and then it means I wouldn't have to go to school. I wouldn't have to go to school over the next five days for the first time. So yeah, that would be nice as well. Uh, oh man, we got a lot to cover today. Today is going to be a full preview of the 2023-2024, hopefully, season for the Huskers. Uh, we're going to go through game by game just briefly because, of course, we will be doing more in-depth game previews as we can week by week. Uh, we'll, we'll do a more in-depth game preview of the Minnesota game coming to you next week to get you ready for that on Thursday. Uh, Matt Rule said he's going to release the depth chart for the season uh, a, a, up to a week before the Minnesota game, so that could mean this coming Thursday. So we might have more depth chart stuff to talk about next week. He's already said that Cam Lenhart's going to be starting on the D line. He's a freshman. So that's big. Uh, Gabe Irvin's going to be our starting running back. Clearly he's put in the work. I'm super excited to see what Gabe Irvin can do this year. There's a lot, there's a lot that we can go through uh, when we get that full depth chart release. We can see where some guys are going to fit in uh, some surprises that we have maybe, but the focus next week is going to be Minnesota. So if you're wondering why we're not going into the Minnesota game in depth this week, it's because of that more in detailed game preview next week. Um, here are just a quick few things about Nebraska season this year and kind of relating last year, just so we kind of frame where we are. It, I mean, of course, Nebraska fans know where we are and what's been going on with Nebraska, but just kind of framing for this preview, don't drink, the, drinking the Kool-Aid, whatever we're thinking here. Here's, here's kind of some quick facts just to kind of frame where we are with Nebraska football right now. Um, of the seven, seven conference opponents Nebraska faced last year and faces this year, Nebraska went one and six. Yep. That is atrocious. And uh, Nebraska's only win of those seven games was against Iowa 24-17. Of course, every Husker fan will remember that kind of salvaged the season a little bit last year. Uh, and Nebraska will face five coaches who are in their first year as their team's head coach. Deion Sanders with Colorado, Jamie Chadwell with Louisiana Tech, Dave Braun with Northwestern, Ryan Walters with Purdue and Luke Fickle with Wisconsin. The one I'm worried about most there is probably either Dion or Luke Fickle. Luke Fickle, I'm a little bit more worried about than Dion just because Dion hasn't proven himself at a power five level yet, but we'll get into that. Uh, five of this year's Husker opponents had losing seasons last year, Colorado, Louisiana tech, Northern Illinois, and Michigan state. Uh, this will be the last year, of course, for the Big Ten with divisions. USC, UCLA, Oregon, and Washington joining the Big Ten in 2024. And Nebraska's record last year, for those of you who somehow forgot this, was 4-8. and eight. Uh, I don't understand how you would have forgot how atrocious last year was. But, uh, Grandpa, anything you want to add in their little framing segment here before we get into looking at some of these games and figuring out what Nebraska's record is going to look like? 
well, from our perspective. Here, here's I've been writing about uh, Huskers, you know, kind of like the each room and trying to f- figure out where we were last year. And at every single, I don't care what uh, what uh, room you want to look at, Nebraska was really bad last year. I mean, it's amazing that we won four games when you yeah. really think about it. Um, and, and then I got some mail, people thinking I'm negative, that I'm too negative. I'm just saying, look, here's it's like climbing Mount Everest. Uh, Mount Everest is not climb, climbing Council Bluffs. Uh, you know, it, th- this is this is a huge challenge. But if if Matt Rule and his staff can pull out maybe six, seven wins this year, you know, that's going to be a heck of an accomplishment. And they should stand up and bow because this is yeah. – they're inheriting. I think they have some really good athletes. I don't. I don't think that's the issue. I think there's talent there, and it needs to be coached. And I think these guys can do it. But you know, you got to go by what has happened over the past. Well, in particular, last year we were hundredth in defense and offense. We were I don't know hundred and sixteenth, something like that. Some, you know, it's it's just it's been really really bad, and and it's you can't. You can't be surprised that Nebraska has had such a poor record because we're poor in most every category. Most every room is is not good, has not been good. That's not saying that they can't be great uh, or even really good uh, this fall. So, But I think that's – Husker fans need to know where this program has been. That way they can enjoy it a lot more once this season turns around, which I think it will. Yeah, I think so too. And and you're right in saying that that it's it's more of not it's not like climbing Council Bluffs. It's like climbing Mount Everest. It's a much bigger challenge. Yeah, uh, yeah than some things. Exactly. So, um, but yeah, let's get into this Minnesota game here coming up next week. Uh, only game in August, August 31st. Minnesota's record last year nine and four. Uh, PJ Fleck is their head coach. He's been there seven years. He's kind of turned their program around. Honestly, he's done uh, what a lot of Husker fans and what we're hoping Matt Rule can do for Nebraska to. Uh, Minnesota. Uh, last year, Nebraska lost by seven. It was a decently close game. Nebraska kind of, it was just classic Nebraska of making mistakes and shooting yourself in the foot uh, and making it unable for us to win the game. Um, Minnesota's not ranked coming into the year. Uh, a lot of people are down on Minnesota this year. They think they're going to have a drop off. Tanner Morgan's gone. Uh, you get a lot. I, I believe their top receiver left. I forget what his name was, but uh, they still have Mo Ibrahim which is my problem because Nebraska has been really no. difficult. It's had a hard time stopping the run in previous, in, in previous seasons. And if they don't need to pass, if they can just run the ball for 300 yards against us. So that's what they did last year. They ran the ball a lot. It worked. Uh, and that's why they scored 20 points off that. So uh, what are your thoughts about this game real quick here, grandpa? Of course, we'll get into this more next week in more in depth. When we get depth chart release, all that kind of stuff. Well, Minnesota has traditionally or in the last several years has not, begun the season uh very well they've 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 uh, actually played pretty poorly so this might be a chance uh for nebraska to maybe catch them when they're you know still kind of half awake but i think this yeah. is going to be an interesting game i think i think nebraska can pull out a win here uh i don't i don't i think uh 
I think uh, Minnesota is favored. I, they were favored by. They 10 are. Points. I don't know. Yeah, where it was. It now. was eight. It was eight last I saw. But also to your point about Minnesota coming out not super strong. Nebraska hasn't come out super strong in the last couple of years either. If you remember the Northwestern game, of course Georgia Southern and everything that went down at the beginning of last year. So we got to keep that in mind too. Uh, it's not just Minnesota who's kind of walking into the season half asleep. Uh, I hope it's not the case for Nebraska this year. I'm sure Matt Rule will get the boys up for for this game, but uh, we'll see. I just hope there isn't an onside kick. Oh, geez. I don't think he'll do that. He's not that stupid. <laughs> oh, oh, my gosh. If that happens, so, I think I'll just uh, – I don't know. I'll don't just – we'll, we'll find someone else to do a podcast about is what's going to happen. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we'll do the most unnecessary onside kicks podcast. Um, all right, let's move on. September 9th. At Colorado, Colorado was one and eleven last year, absolutely atrocious. But you bring in Deion Sanders, you have a first game against a pretty decent TCU team, which everyone thinks. To my surprise, maybe I'm not looking at TCU the same way that everyone else is. TCU has been ranked inside the AP top twenty-five for the season, the preseason poll. Yeah. I do not understand that at all. They lost a lot of their key players from last year. I know they have a returning quarterback who played last year, but Max Duggan came in and led them to a national championship game. The other quarterback got injured, I understand. But I don't think TCU played that well when he was there. I I, I don't know. Obviously, I'm not a huge TCU fan, but that's interesting to me. That's kind of a side tangent. But anyway, talking about Colorado, uh, we'll see what they're made of against TCU because yeah. – that TCU game is going to mean a lot. TCU is favored by 20 points or something like that right now against Colorado, which I feel like is way too high. But, uh, of course, I feel like eight, eight points for the Minnesota-Nebraska game is way too high, and I'm sure it will fluctuate uh, coming closer to game day. Uh, Deion, Deion Sanders banned the color red, uh, which is, I guess, we'll take that as a slight. I don't know. I feel like this game isn't as much of a rivalry as it used to be, but who knows if he's trying to re reinstate that. I know him and Rule have kind of been going at each other a little bit. Uh, they're totally new coaching staff for Colorado. 75 of the 85 scholarship players for Colorado are new to Colorado. That is mind boggling. 75 players that you've brought in that are on scholarship. Now that is absolutely insane. I've never seen anything like that. That is completely unprecedented with the transfer portal. Even, even then, even in the transfer portal era of college football, I never would have expected to see 75 new players on scholarship out of school for a coach, but it is Dion and he does a lot of weird things. So uh, I I'm going to, Oh, I guess I should go back real quick to Minnesota. I think Nebraska can pull that out as well. I hope they do. Uh, they just got to kick off their season. Well, but I, I th I'm agree with you there, grandpa. So uh, what are you thinking about this Colorado game here? Cause I feel like this is a very interesting game where I don't think, I think Nebraska has way more talent than Colorado does, but this could be a game where they get caught up in the atmosphere uh, and they and they make mistakes and that kind of thing. It could be a classic kind of Nebraska close loss to a team that they shouldn't lose to, I think. Uh, any, anything that you can look at right now, I believe Nebraska has the horses to, to uh, win comfortably at, at Colorado. Uh, but, you know, that's what we said uh, versus Georgia Tech, or excuse me, Georgia Southern last year. That's a good point. <laughs> Northwestern in in uh, in Ireland. So I don't know. Well, that's why we play to have this game. We love this game because it is so unpredictable. You don't know, and especially when you talk about all these guys coming in. I don't know if there's it's exactly seventy five, but it's close to that. I, I but I, still, it's even still with that amount, lot. that is insane. 
but the but the uh, transfer portal can look what happened. Michigan State a couple of years ago had a bad record. Mel Tucker came in there, got a bunch of uh, transfer portals, portal players, and uh, they were in position to uh, to uh, you know they had a great season. Now last year not so much, but so maybe you live by the transfer and you die by the transfer. I don't know. Well, we'll see what happens. I don't know the caliber of these players that that uh, primetime uh, Sanders has, uh, has brought into the program. And somebody was saying, boy, that's really crazy to get rid of all those players. Well, when you're one and 11, I mean, it, it makes sense to clean house. I mean, I maybe not that drastically, but. Right. Oh, you know, uh, you know I, I can't, I, I think he's probably doing the right thing. He t- taking over a terrible program and, and, and and you didn't see that from Matt Rule, and that's kind of encouraging. I think there is talent there. So I think when they go to Boulder and play at 10 a.m. Mountain Time, yeah. uh, I think that's going to be <laughs> – that's crazy, 10 a.m. But, uh, well, we'll see. We'll see. And, I, yeah. you know, just the band, the color red, yeah, okay, go oh, great. It, it doesn't matter. Little gimmicks aren't going to mean anything in this game. Just you got to out-coach, you got to out-play. And the team that does that, the better of the two is going to come out with a win. Wow, how prophetic is that? <laughs> I feel like you said for any of these games, honestly. That's a <laughs> yeah. but um yeah, I mean, I don't know. This this game I'm I maybe I'm more worried than I should be. I gotta just see Nebraska play against Minnesota first to kind of really decide where I want where I think this game's gonna be at. Uh but I'm gonna go I, I think Nebraska will win this one as well. I think that Dion hasn't had time to implement his system enough. You bring in so many new players who have to learn your culture, all that kind of stuff. Uh, I think it's going to get pretty chippy, though, uh, just from knowing Dion. And he had a whole thing about his players got into a two players got into a fight at practice, and uh, he told his team he was like. Uh, his team started walking away, and he's like, "No, you walk towards fights. Like if someone picks on your brother, like you're fighting for him." Which I guess. To a certain extent, makes sense, but to another extent, worries me that Nebraska is going to get into all these fights, and these Colorado players are going to be chippy again, and all that kind of stuff, and it's going to turn into a big problem for Nebraska. But I, I hope it doesn't. Uh, I, I think Dion knows what he's doing, but um, so I'm going to put this one in the win column as well for Nebraska. Where are you going here, Grandpa? Yeah, same here. I, Nebraska starts off at two and zero. I think. I think that's not out of the realm of possibility. Maybe no, and I think know. I think most experts would be pretty okay with with hearing that, and I think most of them maybe believe that. Maybe they're some of them are higher on Colorado than we are, but um, all right. Next game, Northern Illinois, September sixteenth, first home game for Nebraska. This N- Nebraska's played Northern Illinois a few times in the past, not with this team ever, not 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 in recent memory. Well, they 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 played in the last five years and they they beat came into nebraska and they beat us i forget what year that was yeah that was i believe that was mike riley's last season i want to say i think you're right uh, that was kind of the dagger um but northern illinois not that great of a team they went three and nine last year they're not going to be drastically different this year their coach is still the same uh, I mean, this one should be a pretty easy win for Nebraska. I don't think that there's a lot that we have to worry about here. I don't think we need to worry about another Georgia Southern game. However, Georgia Southern was better than experts thought last year uh, coming into Nebraska. So, I don't know. Do you agree with me on this one, Grandpa? Do you think 3-0 and start here for the Huskers? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I put him in the win column there. 
All right. Uh, Next one moving on here to the 23rd of September, another home game against Louisiana Tech, another 3-9 and nine team. Uh, they do bring in a new head coach, as we said, Jamie Chadwell. Uh, he, I forget where he came from. Uh, I believe it might have been Coastal Carolina, uh, but I could be wrong with that. Um, Louisiana Tech has been weird. About four years ago, they were getting to bowl games being 8-4, and 7-6 and six every year. And then they kind of have fallen off the past couple of years. Uh, and I think it's just an effect of bigger conferences and the recruits not going to these smaller schools that play in the FBS and all that kind of stuff. Uh, I think this one's going to be a pretty easy win for Nebraska as well. And I, again, I, I don't think it's going to be a Georgia Southern one where out of nowhere, these teams are randomly good, but of course we'll have to reevaluate when we see these teams play uh, in the weeks leading up to this game, because we'll have some film to watch and see what these team, what, what Northern Illinois and what Louisiana tech are actually playing like and how they look this year, all that kind of stuff. Um, but as of right now, I'm going to say Nebraska starts out the season 4-0. Yeah, think about that. Husker fans haven't – I forgot to check the when the last time we were 4-0, but I, um, I probably under Bo Pelini would be the last time. Yeah, uh, yeah. I would I, probably guess it was under Pelini as well. Yeah, but uh, yeah. I don't know about that 4-0 staying there for that. They were proven to 5-0 because our next game is home oh. against number two preseason ranked Michigan. Michigan went 13-1 last year. First time that in, in my memory that Michigan has been ranked preseason higher than Ohio State. Maybe yeah, four or five years still. ago there was an oh. uh, option. Maybe last year, I forget. Uh, I, I don't believe so. Um, but – Jim Harbaugh, it, it, all the scandal with all the allegations and everything that are going on with him, those have all been dropped, so there's not a distracting thing for Michigan anymore. They run the ball really well with Blake Corm and Donovan Edwards. They they have a gr- really good tight end, uh, and J.J. McCarthy is probably one of the best young quarterbacks in college football this year and most exciting to watch. He can scramble. He can make plays with his arm. Uh, he's probably a bigger threat this year than he was last year. He improved a lot last year. He learned a lot from that CFP game against TCU where they should have won and just ended up kind of choking it away. Uh, Michigan beat Nebraska 34 to three at Michigan last year. It was kind of raining and not great weather for that game. So it explains kind of the lower score for Michigan there. I feel like Nebraska would have let up a lot more points uh, if the weather was better and uh, Michigan's able to run their offense to the full effect. So we'll see this year. This one, I'm going to put in loss column. I feel like most everyone would do that unless I see something drastically different about Michigan just being awful or Nebraska being exceptionally good. This one is never changing in my mind. Michigan's winning this game 100% of the time. I just hope that Nebraska makes it close, makes it an, an exciting home game. Maybe you can somehow, if you if you get it close, you harness the energy of the crowd, you get the crowd behind you, uh, and you get Memorial Stadium to help you win the game. I think that's what Nebraska's going to need if they want to have a shot in this game. They need to have the fans with them because playing at home against a big school like Michigan is huge. You need You need the fans to be with you and you need them to be in full, full voice for this game. I think, I think the, one of the, the bright side, and I think this, I agree with you hundred percent. I think this, this game is a loss. You know, maybe it's going to be closer than we think. Who knows? Uh, that would be great. It'd be awesome. But I think that's the only sure loss that Nebraska has on, on this uh, schedule. Uh, you, you can look at an Illinois at, I, I think the rest of the games, the good games, are going to be toss-ups. You know, uh, 
I'm not saying that we're going to win those, but they're toss-up games. Nebraska could, I wouldn't be surprised if they won several of these other games, which we'll talk about in a second. But I think Michigan uh, is probably the only, if you want to say sure, in quotes, uh, loss that I, I see on, on this schedule this year. How about you? Yeah, no, I'm with you. I think, yeah, sure loss when it comes to I have close to 0% belief that Nebraska is going to win this game. Uh, I, I, I think I'm with you there. I think Nebraska could easily – like there is a there is a world – I do not think that this is likely whatsoever. There is a world that this is Nebraska's only loss. But I do not think I don't think that's going to happen. There's no way that happens just with injuries and teams playing better than they're projected all that kind of stuff. Uh but this is Nebraska I in any scenario that we're counting Nebraska wins and losses here, everyone is counting this as a loss. Yeah. So yeah. I know that the players probably aren't because you have to keep the mentality and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but I think even Matt Rule knows that this is going to be a very challenging game, and uh, he's going to have to. I mean, even talent wise, they could like Nebraska's not even matched with Michigan talent wise. I'm just excited to see. I just want Gabe Irvin to go and blow up Ernest Hausman just once. That would that would <laughs> that would score that would score about 75 points in my book in this game. So. Tell people um, who might not know who Ernest Hausman is. Oh yeah, so Ernest, we we talked about this a couple of weeks ago. Ernest Hausman was uh, he he was a really breakout linebacker, freshman linebacker at Nebraska last year. Transferred out, transferred to Michigan of all places. Uh, and so yeah, that'd be great if Gabe Irvin just lights him up, but that would that would win the game for me uh, in, in my eyes. I don't care if Nebraska loses by seventy five. That would that would be a win uh, for me. But uh, let's move on to October. Um, and. October 6th, this is a Friday game. Nebraska's getting a lot of these off Saturday games, which I'm not ex- super excited about, but we'll see. Um, playing at Illinois on sept- uh, sorry October 6th, that Friday, the last five, Illinois has gotten the better of Nebraska. It's gone two, and th- two wins for Nebraska, three wins for Illinois out of the last five. Uh, Illinois won last year's game 26-9. to nine. Uh, That score is a little bit misleading. It was closer. Nebraska just kind of let off at the end, uh, and Illinois scored, I, I believe, maybe a touchdown and a field goal close toward the end to kind of put it away. Uh, but Illinois, I don't know. This game is interesting because Illinois is a weird team in the big 10 to me where they're very salt. They're a difficult team to beat, but I, I think that, but in my mind, I always think of Illinois as five years ago, Illinois, the Illinois that we went two and 10, one and 11 and three and nine, every single year just was absolutely atrocious. I know it's not the case this year or it has been for the past three or four years, uh, it's just that in my head, I always think of it like that. And I just don't know what to think of this Illinois team this year. This one I'd put down as a toss up. I think that uh, Nebraska would probably, I, I, my hope is that if Nebraska's where they think, where I think that Nebraska could be by this point of the year, I think Nebraska can win this game by maybe, maybe double digits. I don't, I don't want to be that optimistic, but I think Nebraska can win this game by two scores. I'll, I'll, I'll say that oh. Um, it, oh. by by this point in the season, uh, if they progress the way that I'm hoping in, in, in predicting, kind of predicting that they progress uh, throughout the year. However, Illinois, as I said, is a very difficult team to beat. They're a classic Big Ten team, big offensive line, big defensive line, hard to run against. They run the ball really well. Uh, and, I mean, they're just kind of a team of players that are nobodies in a sense where – 
you don't hear about them coming out of high school as high recruits, all that kind of stuff. And then they go and beat some teams that they shouldn't beat. And we get eight and five records and win bowl games and that kind of stuff. So uh, it's, it's kind of interesting for me. This game is kind of teetering on the edge. I want to give the edge to Illinois just as of right now, from what I know about Nebraska, what I know about Illinois. Uh, But as I said, I think that Nebraska can win this game by two scores if they progress steadily throughout the year up leading up to this game. What are your thoughts here, Grandpa? Hey, well, it's a toss-up game, and it's on the road. If that were in Lincoln, I might I might agree with you that uh, Nebraska could uh, win. But they're, they're playing at Illinois. It's on a Friday. That's a short week. They, they just played Michigan. Um, and then you got to prepare for another really good football team. Uh, I think Nebraska, you know, I think maybe the game is close, certainly closer than it was last year. But Nebraska probably comes up with a with a loss again. Toss ups can I believe can go either way. But if if that game were played in Lincoln and the uh, ninety one thousand Husker fans there, uh, I, I'd probably bet on Nebraska. But I, I would I'd put that as a as a as a possible loss. I don't mean to cast a you know a spell on anybody, but. Um, it's going to be a great game. Let, let's Friday night is going to be a great game on October 6th. Yeah. Be a great. Yeah. I'm, I can't wait. Yeah. I can't wait. That game's going to be fun to watch. Uh, and especially if, if Nebraska brings it uh, like they didn't against Illinois last year. And it was really sad to watch. Uh, all right. Next, next, the week after that, the 14th of October, Nebraska has their first buy. Uh, well, actually that's not true. Uh, there, they do have a buy between the, oh no, they don't because the, uh, Wisconsin, sorry, the Minnesota games on a Thursday. I forgot about that. Um, Nebraska has its buy on the 14th, the 21st, we play Northwestern at home this year, yep. not in, not overseas in some foreign land. Uh, of course, everyone remembers Northwestern won by three last year, uh, infamous onside kick that we keep mentioning. Uh, and David Braun was the former DC for or defensive coordinator, I should say, for Northwestern. Pat Fitzgerald, everything that happened there uh, this this past summer. Um, that's why David Braun, David Braun is in there. Now we'll see what he does. I mean, Northwestern always has a pretty good defense and has very underrated running backs. I'm not saying they're amazing. Everyone just thinks they're worse than they are uh, at running the ball. Uh, and that's worrying me a little bit, but I think this one's a pretty easy win for Nebraska, especially a Big Ten win, a conference win, a nice easy conference win here. What do you think? Uh, how much? I think Nebraska is going to be motivated by that stupid loss at uh, in uh, Ireland, uh, Dublin last uh, last year at this time. Oh, you think it's going to be some kind of a revenge factor for Nebraska going into that game? I don't know how. I don't know if you can call it revenge because Nebraska beat themselves. So I, I mean, sure, but I don't think that North. I don't think there's any bad blood between these two teams. Now, I think that the seniors and juniors and the players that were there on the team would like to have um, kind of closure with that and win that win this Northwestern game. So I'm sure they'll be motivated for it. Uh, I don't know if it's going to be revenge motivated, just kind of frustration and pent up anger that they've had about that game for 365 plus days. Yeah. Um, since, yeah. since we play this game against Northwestern in October, but, uh, yeah. Uh, anything else you got to say there before we move on here? I, I actually, yeah. you think it's going to be a pretty easy win here for Nebraska too, grandpa? I think so. Yeah. I put, I put that in the win column. I, I feel pretty confident about that. All right, uh, last game in October, the 28th against Purdue. Uh, 
Uh, Ryan Walters is his first year at Purdue. Um, and that Jeff Brom left for, uh, I forget where he left for Louisville. Is that right? Uh, I, think so. I forget. No. Um, anyway, Nebraska got, I mean, it was very close last year, and this was the game that Trey Palmer kind of went off for Nebraska. And um, this is Nebraska's yeah. highest scoring game from last year. Uh, they scored actually. That's not true. The Georgia Southern game was the highest scoring, but we lost. Uh, I guess we lost both these. But uh, Nebraska scored thirty-seven points. Uh, Aiden O'Connell was Purdue's uh, best. Or, sorry, I was going to say what, he he was their quarterback last year. He ran their offense. He played really well. He's off yeah. to the NFL. Uh, Devin uh, Mockaby is back though, and he kind of tore yeah. up Nebraska last oh, year. Yeah. I'm um, worried about that a lot, a lot, a yeah. lot. Uh, yeah. I think I'm going to give this one to Purdue. Uh, just because they can run the ball. They ran for 178 yards last year against Nebraska. I think they'll do some no, more around there again. Just mock, just oh, mock sorry, just Mockaby. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, absolutely yeah. toasted us. Um, and, yeah, I just with running attack, in, until it's proven to me that Nebraska can stop the run this year, I'm always going to give uh, wins to teams that can run the ball very effectively and have proven that against Nebraska, and Purdue proved that last year to me. So I'm putting this one in the loss column for Nebraska. That's another toss-up game, and it, it's uh, you know we're playing them at home, so I kind of give the edge. Uh, I, I think Nebraska will come out on top on this game, it, and it'll you know you've got a new coaching staff. Yeah, Maccabee is is a great player, but we made him look really good last year. We oh, could yeah. not tackle. They ran some of the same simple plays, and we could not stop that the whole game. I have a I had trust in. And uh, Matt Rule, his staff, to I, I just uh, you know Tony White is not going to allow that to happen. I I don't think maybe no, uh, it's not going to be 178 yards for him again. But I'm just kind of worried that as I said, until it's proven to me that Nebraska can stop the run, I'm not going to give Nebraska wins right. in these games. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. um, all right, next one. Moving on into November, uh, November fourth at Michigan State. Michigan State five and seven last year. Uh, last five with Nebraska, uh, they've only played twice uh, in the last five years. They went one and one. Uh, of course, the I think one of the games, that, the one game Nebraska won was the COVID season, I want to say, and that was one of Nebraska's only wins in the COVID season uh, was against Michigan State at home. Uh, last year didn't play against Michigan State. Michigan State has kind of been, as you said, Grandpa, roller coaster. They got a lot of transfers in, went well. Uh, two years ago that last year didn't go as well. Uh, I think Nebraska will win this game. Michigan state's kind of been on the outs uh, when it comes to recruiting and all that stuff uh, and also transfers this year. So I, I think Nebraska can win this game pretty well. I'm not seeing, yeah. and, and Peyton Thorne, uh, Michigan state's best player and their, their quarterback from last year transferred to, I believe NC state. Uh, so he is gone and, and that's a big loss for them because they didn't have that many guys anyway that could really step up. And I think that Nebraska will win this Michigan state game pretty easily. Okay. Getting on to Maryland. Um, we didn't play them last year. They're, they're still, they're not ranked. This is a schedule. Nebraska should be able to get wins. I think this might be one of the games that uh, Nebraska does put in the win column. Um, I know there are some, uh, people who might argue with me on that, uh, but uh, uh, I, I, what are your thoughts on that? Well, Maryland is an interesting team because you get uh, Tulia Tagovailoa, who is one of, I think, one of the under, most underrated quarterbacks in the Big Ten. He's starting to get some respect, but 
I think that Nebraska can win this game. Uh, I think that Maryland makes more mistakes. Maryland reminds me kind of of Nebraska of, of, of seasons past. Maryland makes a lot of mistakes. They just have, they just make less mistakes than Nebraska used to, obviously. So uh, it's going to, this game is going to be who can play the more perfect game. Uh, who can make less mistakes, who can not turn over the ball, all that kind of stuff. I think this game is going to be close. It's going to be interesting to see uh, where, how Nebraska deals with – I mean, Maryland is mainly a passing team, which you don't see a lot in the Big Ten. So Nebraska's cornerbacks and safeties are going to have to clamp up, and we'll have to see where that one goes. I'm going to put that in a win column for Nebraska there. Uh, I think we start off November with two wins. Uh, what are your you, – you said you think Nebraska will get a win yeah. or two, Grandpa? Yeah. Okay, and yeah. what were what what was your prediction for the Michigan State game? I think I missed it. Uh, I think we'll win that game too. Um, okay, so but, both of us have – uh, that's November, another so road no. game. That's another road game, and so you you don't and you don't know whether you're getting into November. You don't know what the weather's going to be like. Exactly. You don't know both, what the team's going to look like. like. Yeah, that's right. You don't know who's no. injured. Um, you know, will will uh, will Sims be able to last the whole year? I'm guessing yeah. probably not. But I you know I hope Jeff stays healthy. Yeah, we'll we'll reevaluate when we come to that. But uh, yeah. all right, let's go. Last two games here before we wrap up. Uh, the 18th of November at Wisconsin. Wisconsin is ranked preseason poll number 19. I think a lot of that is due to Luke Fickle being their new head coach. Last year, Nebraska, of course, infamously lost at home 15-14, just a terrible game. Had chances to win it, absolutely yeah. fumbled the game yeah. away. Just yeah. terrible. Uh, this game is going to be very interesting and a lot of hype, I would imagine. Uh, if Nebraska's playing well, Coming into this game, as is Wisconsin, I could see this being a game day uh, situation, being being uh, college game day, being at link or being sorry at Camp Randall for this game, uh, and I think there could be a lot of hype around this. I think that Nebraska will win this game because of the talent advantage. Luke Fickle's a great coach. Respect him. Uh, I think he's done a great job at all the places he's been at. He turned Cincinnati into uh, a, a team that is now in the Big Twelve. Uh, so I, th- I think without him, Cincinnati doesn't get into the Big 12. I don't think he's had enough time at Wisconsin yet. I don't think uh, he's going to assimilate back to the Big 10 as quickly as everyone is thinking. Uh, Wisconsin has a decent team, but I think that they will lose this game. I think Nebraska comes out of here with a win. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, I, I couldn't agree with you more. Just wa- I watched that replay of the uh, Wisconsin-Nebraska game, and it's like, holy cow, it was – it was frustrating to see we snatched once again we snatched defeat from the jaws of victory and that's as is the case <laughs> the the key to this season is can nebraska run the ball when it needs to run the ball and in the past yeah. we've not and i think the difference between mark whipple's offense and uh and uh satterfield's offense is that uh, you're i think goal of matt rule and then this uh, club this season is to run the dang ball. If yep. you can do that, you burn up clock, you, you know, the other team stays on the bench. That's what you want. So the yeah. key is going to be, can we run the ball when we need to run it? Um, so I'm anxious to see what uh, Gabe Irvin can do. And I, I think you're going to still see Anthony Grant in there as well, but <clears throat> obviously but yeah. that's going to, that's going to be a key, especially when you get into these November games, you're going to have to be able to run the, football and i think that's gonna do yep all right let's move on last game of course against iowa on black friday uh iowa eight and five last year nebraska 
took them out of contention for the Big Ten championship yes. game. They're yes. ranked number 25 in the preseason poll. That boggles my mind for many reasons. We don't have time yeah. to talk about that right now. That could be a whole episode. Uh, but Kirk Ferentz, 25th year there. We know who they are. We know what they do. Uh, they play solid defense. Their offense is absolutely god-awful. And Nebraska needs to um, just play the way they did last year, and they'll be fine. I think Nebraska will win this game. I think Iowa is going to shoot themselves in the foot, not be able to score, and Nebraska will have a high power offense. And I think the home crowd will make the difference in that game. I see a win there as well. All right. Uh, well, that is all we have time for today. We will get into our Minnesota preview next week. Yes. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, go ahead over to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, wherever you find us. Make sure to hit that subscribe. Uh, leave us a five-star review if you haven't already. We'd love to hear from you guys. Uh, thank you so much for listening every week, and we will talk to you next week with our Minnesota game preview. And as always, go Big Red!